This meeting is being recorded by the host or a participant. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> recording the meeting by a host or a participant. <laughs> All right. Let's get I our got, bunny on. I got 88% battery power. I might not. All right. Let's rock and roll. We got lots of time to talk to him. All right. Well, that's right, everybody. This is the podcast. That sounds funny. And here we are coming at you live. In the Zoom chat room, it almost didn't work this morning. Thank you very much, Zoom. I think it was the Russians. <laughs> uh, but it, it is uh, the week of uh, the June 21st, 2022. We are in our season two, show number 33. Wow, episode 85. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I'm your host, Keith, and join with me are Terry and Jill. <laughs> All right. You know Terry. what we should have did? I didn't think about it. Whenever we were at Narthex Con the other weekend, we should have had a picture taken together so we could add Jill to our cover art. Yeah, but, but then Terry wasn't Terry there. He wasn't there. No, he wasn't. Oh, man. I was a party pooper. If only he would have been there. We could have we could have, could have took a picture of Chris and, and said it was Terry. <laughs> <laughs> or or James and said it was Terry. Yeah. Of course, you know, if you could see the cover art, you would know it's not Photoshop blind, you would never know. Yeah. <laughs> we could Photoshop her in. I'm sure we got some pictures right. of her. <laughs> Well, uh, I don't do the hand-to-eye coordination thing here. I could play with Photoshop. We could always Photoshop Jill in somehow. Have Rob do it. Have your wife do it. You get to get to find that picture have, on, on a little blue toilet. The, we can have the one picture like when we were sitting there eating the fudge sickles huh? and then have her on the other side on the little toilet. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you have to Photoshop that together. Or... We could put our baby pictures up there and people could try to guess who which ones we are. Oh, yeah. There we go. Some baby pictures of us. Uh, I did, we, we had that one picture where me and Terry have on cowboy suits sitting next to each other or something, and I remember that one. But I don't know if we have one from Jill from being real young or not, but I'm sure. I mean, do. like the little itty-bitty baby sites. Oh, like a newborn? Old, five months old or eight months old. Yeah, I had a picture of me when I'm, whenever I was... Like, 10 pounds or something. <laughs> well, yeah, in Jill's case, newborn. Yeah, I was a 10 pound baby. I think she came out of the shoot nine pounds or something like that. Like, I think I, no, I was 10, six, I think. Or 10. Mom had Jill's like, Mom, you had a, you had a toddler. <laughs> well, how much did you weigh when you was born? I was only too little. Eight pounds and something. Uh, That's too little. Don't Terry don't remember. He can't. I think I was a nine pounder. I, I, I think no, I think Terry might have been smaller than me, um, but we're pretty close. I don't remember what Steve didn't weigh quite as much as Jill, but I think he weighed more than we me. Had to find our baby Terry pictures. Yeah, I got mine here in the house somewhere or, or other house. I forget, but I have it here. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I, I do have a picture of me when I was 10 months old, and it uh, resembles my uh, youngest, well, not my youngest, but one of my younger grandsons so much that whenever the kids would come over and visit, they would say, hey, can you pet, have a picture of him on your walls? Like, that's not a picture of him. It's, that's 50 years old. That's that's me. Hey, we got our, our, our special guest stars back on here with us. Oh. All right. Rhonda. We won't say we won't say her last name because of all the stalkers and stuff. Yeah, we don't know by stalking her because we're such wildly yeah. famous. Nation, nationwide podcast. Maybe a stalker would do it. Yeah, nationwide <laughs> podcast we do here. We okay, to, we have to put you in witness protection program or something. <laughs> For all of our listener out there. Listener, <laughs> one listener. This is yeah. Rhonda. She's a, a member of our blind group in yeah. Madison County Blind. She's a new member, was newly elected to our Illinois Council of the Blind board as a corporate delegate for our group, but she makes a fifth board member for the ICB. All right, the fifth wheel. Yeah. Anyway, so. And I'm excited about that. Yeah. yeah. But supposedly we're going to have a board meeting on the 30th, but I think we'll be doing it over the phone. Like I said, it costs too much to go out and eat. So. It's crazy. Right. Yeah, well, so. we like to open up our show, as we've been trying to do, with a, 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 uh, what's happening recently. Does anyone have a question? And I kind of we, kind of doing that. I do have this one minor thing, but Terry's like he has something to say. Ooh, 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 yeah, sounds ooh, like he's ooh. a monkey. Well, besides besides my watch pin breaking on my Apple Watch, uh, no, I read a book. It was pretty cool. I re- caught this clip and clip of the book in Reader's Digest, and I downloaded it from Bard. It's called uh, "Stranger in the Lifeboat." I was telling Jill about it. I read it yesterday. <laughs> it's only it's only like a four hour book, and yeah. it's about these these people were on this yacht that it exploded, and they started gathering up people in the lifeboat. And three days after the wreck, somebody was bobbing in the water. They pulled him under the boat and they introduced themselves. Now, don't give it away. What they pulled? <laughs> oh, they pulled him into the boat. part of the okay. Reader's Digest as, as well. But they pulled him into the boat. You know, and they're like, well. I'm so-and-so, I'm so-and-so. Oh, who are you? And he said, I'm the Lord. And they're like, yeah, all right. He said, well, y'all been asking for me, haven't you? you, know? and you know, so I then, think I've heard of that story before, but I don't know if I read it. And they wanting him to save him. You know? He says, whenever all of you can believe that I am the Lord, then you all will be saved. <laughs> so, And it goes on, you know, just... That's a really cool story, you know. Ooh, yeah. and, uh, it was, and it wasn't very long either. Like you said, it's a quick right. read. I was going to tell about a book I've been. I just started it this morning called "The Bitter Pill." It's a Fern Michaels sisterhood book. I think it's like book thirty-two or three. I forget which number, but I'm only on like chapter three, so I can't tell a whole lot about it because I did just start it. So, I don't have I any giveaways on that book. <laughs> I haven't read any of hers in a while. But yeah, our, our opening comments could either be something recent, something a classic family, watch family and do story. One, yeah. and, um, so does Rhonda want to participate or jump in? Or I can, yeah, I can maybe wrap it up. Anything funny on. happened to you this week? <laughs> you know, nothing funny has happened to me this week. But But I want to tell you about a book I read. 
<laughs> that's okay. That's it was fine. really, really good. And, and um, it was called The Beauty of Dusk. And it was about a guy that lost his sight. And it was very relatable. Um, I laughed. I cried. I jumped up and down and said, oh, my <laughs> God, yes, 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 yes. That is so true, but that was that was a really really good book. It's it's the beauty of dusk. And is it at the Bard website? You know, I don't know because I've I've not been there audio to book. that website, so I'm not familiar with There's that. I got book, it right? from Audible because I have yeah. an Audible. Oh, Audible. Account. Okay. Yeah, it was an Audible book. So, but it was a really good book. So. Um, I, I read about three books a week, or I listen to about three books a week yeah. on Audible. So I've got a I've got a long list of them, but that that one is at the top of my list right now. I still have forty seven oh. books on my. Yeah, if all I did was read books, I could probably read about three or three or four books a week. But I listen to a lot of podcasts, so I'm always switching back and forth. But uh, yeah. the thing I wanted to bring up is. Uh, this actually happened a couple weeks ago. I meant to bring it up a couple of podcasts ago, but we had a granddaughter who recently on a school trip went to Washington, Washington, D.C. Yeah, you brought that up. I wondered if she got to go. And uh, I, I wanted her to stay away from the rabid foxes that are there. <laughs> I don't know if she did or not. From her attitude coming back, I'm, I'm wondering. <laughs> but she had a pretty good time and of course as you do as, as a parent or a grandparent you say what did you do while you were there oh i'm sure she said nothing <laughs> well that was her first response and she says well she went to go see george washing machine's house wash the machine <laughs> yeah the father of laundromats huh <laughs> father of our laundromat country <laughs> uh, then her brothers came screaming and interrupted this so that's all i got of her <laughs> that's all i got i'm gonna let my grandson know that uh because his his eighth grade class is planning to take a trip to washington dc in august so i'll tell him to be sure to look for the george washing machine um, exhibit, yeah. yeah. The, the George Washington Machine House. Yeah. yeah. So uh, is she I, in I, I all, grade teeth? Um, she's thirteen, so whatever grade that is. Oh, yeah. She'll yes, be fourteen next month. Must be a thing at thirteen that they go to Washington D.C. But I, I also wanted to avoid Joe Biden stiffing her hair, so <laughs> I don't think you saw him. Did you go see Abraham Lincoln at Lincoln Memorial sitting on the toilet? I mean, I was I I couldn't get any more out of her because her brothers came screaming in like a uh, rabbit foxes. Mm. Oh, all right, but if I break my leg now, that's it. That's the time. So anyway, we can move on. Uh, we like to do a segment of random topics, so we need to spin a wheel of randomness. Spin a wheel. Five. Ah! She didn't pick one. She I know. She one. usually picks like one or two. She picked five. That's our latest uh, item on the wheel. And she's going to make me hunt for it because, of course, I don't have it ready. Um, but we don't know any difference. So. Last week, Terry, we, was, we were getting ready to do our random. You're like, let's do Mad Libs. Like, 
All right. So I have a Mad Lib. Oh, right. A Mad Lib. Now, uh, I need to have some words, a word list here. Oh, Jill, you got words. Well, you got to tell us <laughs> what. I need to have an adjective. An adjective describes a noun. What's that mean? Like it's like green, big, pretty, big, slimy. How about that? It's so slimy. Something like the red car, the big balloon. She said slimy. Slimy. Sure. I don't know what our story is going to be, but. Booger. I need (laughs) to have a noun, a person, place, or thing. There you go. (laughs) So who gets to pick that one? You. I did the first one. I better not say booger, but huh. booger. Uh, let's say, huh? Guitar. Oh, guitar. Sure. Slimy guitar. So you're making me have to type all this stuff, and my fingers are just not behaving for me. Well, right then you should have went with ask those questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to have two nouns. Nouns. Rhonda, you want to pick one? Rhonda. Um, a noun. See, I don't know how this game goes. I've never played this game before, so I, I, I don't know what the what the point is here. So well, we're just we're making a word right now. Together in a we, sentence later. Right, or? right, right. We're gonna. It'll be, he's gonna. It'll be injected into a set can be story. Just, yeah. Two That's objects. Great. Okay, so my my noun is um, fingers. Fingers. And you need another one? Yeah, I need to have two of them. I'll say girl or boy. It's easier to type. They're both the same, four letters. (laughs) Not a boy, it's three. Oh. All right. Well, it depends. If it's the kind that floats in the water, it's B-U-O-Y, and that's four letters. So I'm I'm, I'm trying to help you out here. I need to have a (laughs) verb, an action word. Uh, Running. Huh? Running. Running. I need to have a past tense verb, like like in, in the case of run, running. Slammed. You ran, huh? What? Slammed. Slammed. S L A M M E D. Slammed. I tried to. I tried to find some Mad Libs that were already made. Uh, but I had to make this in myself, so that's why it's maybe kind of weird. I need to have a plural noun. Plural noun. Basically, like a person, place, or thing with the S on the end of it. <laughs> well, I can give you one better. Houses. Houses. supposed to be family friendly. <laughs> um, another noun plural that's different than that. Dogs. 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 I heard dogs. Well, I got a lot of nouns here, a singular noun. Hmm. Tree. A tree. Okay. Oh, I, thought, I didn't know you were asking for more. <laughs> An adjective. Woo, we finally something different than a noun. An adjective. Running? No, that was that. a verb. Oh. Something like a tall, uh, wet, like a cool, wet, something cool, you know, cool, C O O L, cool. Yeah. A past tense verb, 
swimming. That's well. How about swim? Swim. 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 I went swimming in my pool. Not yet. My water's still green. It's like lake water. Yuck. I gotta Yuck. get all Yuck. the frog. I got tadpoles and frogs and fish in there. <laughs> okay. <sighs> wow, another noun. Uh, motorcycle. How about okay. bike? That way it's not so long to type. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Bike. I got that. Unicycle. It's only one. And one both a, I need a both an <laughs> adjective and a noun. In other words, I don't I need to have the noun plus something to describe it. A noun. No, an adjective and a noun. Like like a green, tall man. How about that? Tall man, green car, tall man. Tall man. Let's see. We've already got that one. A plural noun. <sighs> I think we're getting close to the end of my list here. Apples. 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 Same thing. (laughs) What you get whenever I have to make this up on myself. I'm going to try to find one that's different. (laughs) Already made next time. Uh, This one might be funny. Uh, Adjective. We only have a couple more to go. Adjective. Hot. Huh? Hot. Hot. H-O-T. Hot. Okay. I can't wait to hear this story. Yeah, me too. Uh, especially I can't read my handwriting. Typewriting. All right, let's see. I need to have, let's see, just two more words. A noun. I got a noun for me. Uh, computer. Yeah. Okay. Or well, well, that's uh, computer, laptop, whatever you want to put. Huh? That laptop, computer, whichever is easier to type. I need an uh, adjective. Crap. Oh, <laughs> crap is a noun. <laughs> How about I, fast? I. Quick, fast, whichever I hit, would. I hit my button. What's that, John? Quick, quickly. Quick. Quickly. Underlay, underlay. All right, here we go. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I missed one. Um, a verb ending with I-N-G. Uh, <laughs> jumping. Stop. Jumping. Ed, said Susan. Ten to one it'll. Slimy. In an hour or so. And in the. Guitar. We're pretty well off, there's a. Fingers. And lots of. Girls. Not for me, said Peter, I'm going to. Run. In the house, everyone agreed to this and that was how the adventures. Slammed. It was the sort of house that you never seem to come to the end of, and it was full of gray houses. The first few doors they tried led dogs, as everyone had expected that they would, but soon they came to a very long tree full of pictures, and there they found a cool 
suit of armor. And after that was a room all. Swim. With green. With a. Motorcycle. In one corner, and then came. Three steps down and five steps up, and then a kind of little. Tall man. And a door that led out. Onto a balcony, and then a whole series of. Guitars. Rooms that led into each other and were. Lined with. Girls. Most of them. Very old. Girls. And some bigger than a. Bible in a church. And shortly after that they looked into a. Guitar. That was quite empty. Except for one. Hot. Wardrobe. The sort that has a. Computer. In the door. There was nothing else in the. Guitar. At all. Except a. Quick. Blue bottle on the windowsill. And I'll tell you that's derived from a paragraph out of the live which in the wardrobe. So. Oh. Yay! <laughs> wow. <laughs> how, how bad can you script a Mad Lib? Just make me do it. <laughs> now, I, I, I think I, I could find some better ones, but that's what I had to work with this week. <laughs> I'm going to take that off the wheel till I find some better ones. <laughs> <laughs> no more man there. Avon calling. Avon presents delightful, delectable lipstick deluxe. The lipstick that has everything. It's so good looking with its lustrous silvery cap and golden base. And this beautiful jewel-like applique on top. But beauty is as beauty does. And the Lipstick Deluxe is everything you've ever wished for. It feels so comfortable. Light as sheer silk against your skin. Glows on your lips. Always feels creamy. And how beautifully the new Avon Lipstick clings. It keeps its clean, clear outline. Lasts for hours and hours, too. That's the outside and the inside story of Avon's new Lipstick Deluxe. Select your favorite colors from a rainbow range of shades. Your Avon representative will be calling soon to show you Avon's new Lipstick Deluxe and other makeup news. Do welcome her. Avon calling. Hi, I am Carrie Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. We have cleaners. We have clothing. We have body wash and bubble bath. Toothbrush and toothpaste. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T. Hogan Health Sleep. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. Well, uh, that means it's time for our news segment. I don't have very much for news this week. I thought I had an extra story, but I lost it somewhere. I, I bet Terry will go first. He always has a I ton of stories. Story. <laughs> about a woman in California 
A coyote sneaks in through a doggy door in California. Well, into this woman's house? It snuck in through the doggy door, roaming around Jenny's Levine, Jenny Levine, I don't know, sound familiar. And the security cameras caught the footage. They saw the coyote come in, and they knew it was a coyote because he had an Acme bag with him. <laughs> Why the coyote? And, and a box of dynamite. Uh, <laughs> he's looking for the. He went down the hallway looking for the roadrunner. <laughs> I think. And he saw her dogs and took off. Because there was a sheepdog, right? <laughs> Ooh, and they were bagels. I mean, beagles. The, her dogs had beagles, like your little oh, it's dog. beagles instead of sheepdogs. Yeah, it wasn't it sure wasn't Sam the sheepdog. Hmm. Hey, Ralph. Hey, Sam. <laughs> He's a very large coyote. I think he took off in that rocket with the handlebars. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I got on that story. That's crazy. <laughs> well, that's funny because I got a story about a dog. Oh, goody. Uh, let me see. I think this happened in Tennessee. There was a couple sleeping in the middle of the night. As and they do. woke up. They woke <laughs> up and there was a dog between them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they didn't in the bed dog. with them. <laughs> and they do have three dogs of their own, so they weren't really surprised. But when they rolled over and looked, it wasn't one of their dogs. <laughs> it was a stranger dog. Came in with the coyote. Did, did it have a white stripe down his back? <laughs> no. <laughs> what that kind of a dog? Huh? It was a tan lab, I think is what it was. Yeah. It was a tan colored lab. And so uh, her husband pulled the covers up like that was really going to protect him from this dog. But there was a storm outside. And so this dog is afraid of storms, evidently, because it was all shaking and laying up, you know, cuddling up with him. Use a doggy door or something to get in. It didn't really say how it got in, but they did have other dogs. So they probably did have a doggy door. It just snuck in with the rest of them. Yeah. (laughs) And this lady took pictures of this dog and put it on Facebook to see if anybody would say, you know, it was their dog. I guess they had a neighborhood. Little doggy mug shots. Kind of watch. Yeah, doggy mug shots. <laughs> like an amber alert for dogs. Yeah. And somebody did recognize the dog and came and got it the next day. Oh, goody. Uh, well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, after that, the dogs Good were doggy. friendly and they have play dates together it said so <laughs> that was funny to get woke up i was picturing terry and terry sleeping with all their little uh dogs and then here's another dog climbing in bed between the two of them say <laughs> uh, bernard how'd that get here <laughs> <laughs> it's a little baby doggy uh, i have an animal story too but it's not a dog uh, in the San Diego Zoo, they welcomed the first aardvark birth in years. Aardvark. Oh, that's a lot of baloney. Aardvark. The ant and the aardvark. Who knew that would be a big thing? <laughs> um, but then aardvark, who was born 
uh, at the San Diego Zoo has doing well and developing quickly, according to wildlife specialists. The female cub was born uh, May 10th and is nursing from her mother, Solo, Sola, something like that. They announced the first aardvark birth in decades. Oh, well, it's worth it, I guess. Um, she is very active and using her sharp claws to dig like an adult aardvark. Wow, she's already wanting to be an adult. Sound like a human kid. Uh, just hours after her birth, she was doing that. Uh, the long-haired, wait, oh, the long-eared hairless cub. Well, actually, you have long hair and be hairless. <laughs> the long-eared <laughs> hairless cub. I don't know aardvarks had long ears. Apparently, they do. Huh. Uh, but she does not have a name yet and will remain out of the view of visitors for about two months. Now, I don't have much more to say on the story other than what struck me was it says she does not have a name yet. I wonder if they're waiting for the aardvark to identify as a male or a female. Well, why don't you go tell it to the Marines? Right. Well, some (laughs) animals like the penguins, they don't know until blood work if it's a male or female, because we did a story about that a while back. Well, at birth, uh, they said she was a female who was bonding with her mom. But yeah. they say she hasn't got a name yet. That's why I said, I wonder if they're waiting. I mean, they clearly know she physically has the traits of a girl, Aardvark. Yeah. But of course, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> waiting to see if the Aardvark will identify. Of course, it's not going to work right now. That's only a human. It'll be a girl. <laughs> they just got to think of a name. They'll probably have like the people. You know, these are some of the names. Let's vote, and then whatever name yeah. is the most. And, and aardvarks come from. Uh, it's said, but I can't find it right now. But it's uh, like a African or South American country. Well, course, they come from Channel Nine TV because there was Arthur the Aardvark. They were yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the mom's name was like Zola or Sola. They'll probably have some, you know, regional name like that, whatever region of the world it comes from. They'll probably yeah, that's have true. Names. Like they name elephants like Simba or, you know, Raja or something like that. Right. Is it back on you, Terry? Yep. Unless Rhonda wants to tell a story. Got any story? <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't prepared for today's news <laughs> stories, I'm sure. I have no stories. I was not prepared for stories. No, that's okay. A, you, you can feel free to jump right in with some snide comments. I had a bunch of world record stories, but here's a world record story. <sighs> a 44-year-old French man, Francois, Francois, uh, let me get his last name here, Francois Riedebund, Oh, you butchered that nicely. (laughs) Oh, Alice, you and your wild ideas. He jumped. A Frenchman jumps, bungee jumps off of a, oh, what's that other one up there? Scottish Bridge, 765 times in 24 hours until the rope broke. Yeah, (laughs) because it got too stretchy. (laughs) How many times, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a touch pot? I, well, I cannot even imagine bungee jumping that many times. Oh, no. yeah. it's like when you're a kid and you went to Six Flags, you rode the roller coaster over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> you run back to the line, wait another 20 minutes, run back to the line, wait another 20 minutes. 
or hour, wow. depending on the roller coaster. Also, well, at least it wasn't in Mexico. Nobody thought it was a piñata. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that piñata story we read before. The guy bungee jumping comes back up every oh, time. What's a piñata? What's a piñata? <laughs> you are. Somebody down there hit me with stuff because I think I'm a piñata. That's I all just, I got on that. I just story. got one more story. But what you got oh, I got there? another one here about. I actually heard this one on the late night news that Terry's always talking about about a couple of people that was trapped in a chocolate bat. Oh, uh, yeah. I heard about the Hershey's M&M uh, place. I don't know if it's Hershey's or what. It says Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Oh, the Mars uh, plant. But I'm thinking, do these people really want to get out or do they just want to stay in and eat their way out? Oh, brother. What was the guy's name? Augustus Gloop? <laughs> I don't know if they said names of these two people. Don't they fell into the tank somehow. They probably dove in going chocolate. <laughs> well, that's what happened to Augustus Gloop. Well, I'm wondering, by... would that chocolate have been really hot, though, you think? Because it's like liquidy for dipping? It, it melts in your hand. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it'll be warm, I'm sure, but I don't know how hot it would be. Because maybe they were trying to do something new, like they have chocolate-covered lady fingers. Maybe they're going to do chocolate-covered man legs or something. I don't know. Man legs. <laughs> it was waist-deep, you said? Yeah, waist-deep. And they cover... couldn't get out, so they had to have somebody, uh, you know, come in, I guess. Oh, with... You know why? It's that kind of chocolate that turns hard, like on doing ice cream. Right. right. And it, it gets stuff. stiff. Yeah. When they well, maybe. It and so they couldn't move because they, they got in, they were like... Rrr. <laughs> but I wonder if when they got him out, if they you know had to take him to the hospital, would, of course, to make sure be. they were okay. I wonder, hey, you got chocolate? <laughs> they get this chocolate off these people. When Everybody's you, standing around licking their legs. Pulled out of the chocolate. That's when it hardens up into a hard shell. So somebody would have had to eat it off of them at the emergency room. Just there crack it, tap it a couple times, or. <laughs> <laughs> Eat my legs, get it. I would have been throwing some more nuts and I'll just stand here and eat some (laughs) chocolate covered peanuts. (laughs) Yeah. So there was no Oompa Loompas to rescue them, I guess. No Oompa Loompas around. No. There's a new flavor, MMs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who was it? The employees? It's employee flavored (laughs) MM. Yep. But that's it's, about all there was to that. So you can take it away, well, Keith. Speaking of uh, food and like munchies and stuff, oh, a bus driver says he didn't know his gummy snacks included THC. <laughs> <laughs> School bus driver, hand them out to all the kids and they'll be nice and calm on the well, bus. <laughs> oh, but I insist. <laughs> In Bridgeport, California, and I know exactly where that's at. I've been there, Bridgeport, California. A commercial bus driver has been charged with 38 counts of reckless endangerment. So he wasn't a school bus driver. He was a commercial bus driver. Oh. Uh, But he was charged with endangerment after blacking out behind a steering wheel while (laughs) snacking on gummies that he did not know were infused with THC. Jin Hu Shin, 
I think he was, of course, an Asian guy. I went to Bridgeport uh, Court after being arrested uh, at his home in Boston. He must have been like a charter bus driver or like a Greyhound driver or something. Uh, Chen was driving 38 passengers from the some Mohican Sun Casino, which I do have those around Bridgeport. When he stopped the bus on the side of Interstate 95 in Stratford, police said they found Chen slumped unconscious in the driver's seat next to an open package of Smokies edible cannabis infused fruit juice. Huh. Well, if it says on the package, the guy should have figured it out. It seems like it was an indicator cannabis. Hmm. Yeah. Smokies, uh, injected fruit. Yeah. Maybe he thought it meant you can eat it on a bus. Toxicology <laughs> showed that he had a bus. high level of THC, in the bus. Uh, which is the active ingredient in cannabis. Uh, he told the judge that he had no idea he had been snacking on anything but regular candy. Oh, come now, Clyde. Uh, I didn't know it was marijuana. Uh, he says, through a Chinese interpreter, according to uh, Connecticut media, um, I didn't know. Now, of course, to his credit, <laughs> if he needs to have a Chinese interpreter, he probably didn't know how to read the label. But uh, That's possible. He's had a, a, a good driving record for the, like, the 10 or more years. He's been with his company. He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. Uh, but he has a sweet tooth, and he likes candy. Uh, he, so anyway, it, it's, it does sound like an innocent mistake. A good driver couldn't read because he's Chinese. And, you know. That's like my next story. <laughs> What's your next story? In Indiana, a donut shop <laughs> breaks a world record. They made they made and sold. Uh, 8,508 donuts. Oh, oh, well, this looks like it's going to be a very interesting case. In a six-hour period. Six wow. hours, wow. How many police were there? A lot of them. I think <laughs> the, their number one customer was a guy named Homer J. Simpson. Oh, yeah. Mm. Donuts. Don't. Don't. <laughs> they can't help, but they're sweet and tasty. They, oh goodness. they sold them. Um, it was on a Saturday. Oh, the uh, their their goal was one thousand seven hundred and fifty eight donuts, but they sold made and sold eight thousand five hundred. Wow. Hmm. Was it having some kind of a, a fundraiser, or just uh, wanted to see how many they could make, or what? Yeah, they were just trying to go for that world record. World you know what they should do? Trying to be they, like David Rush. They should put that that manager at the shop in charge of the oil industry and crank so much gas you can crank out of the refinery. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there seems to be a, something of a holdup, a little bit of a bottleneck there. <laughs> they did it all in six hours, so they could make a bunch more in the whole 24-hour period. Oh, yeah. too. Time right. to make the wow. donuts. Uh, uh, <laughs> the donut capital of the world. <laughs> yeah, well, 
delete. I don't. I don't really have any water. I got one that's a short one. I think I told Terry about this. I heard it on the news uh, one day last week. Velveeta cheese and there's some kind of a fingernail company that they got together and they actually made a fingernail polish that looks and smells like oh. Velveeta cheese. Ooh, how can I face these people? No, put it on your toes. Cheesy feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think so. I'm thinking, who in the world, if that, you have a fingernail biting problem, don't paint your <laughs> yeah. fingernails with this Velveeta cheese fingernail polish. <laughs> yeah. So we got some crackers. <laughs> I just put this fingernail polish on the cracker and eat it. I don't want to paint my fingernails. Bite your nails, eat the cracker. <laughs> and I thought, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so you're trying to sleep, a mouse comes around licking your, licking your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting, but you might, you know. Be careful. Many with that. drawbacks with that kind of fingernail polish. But that's all I got. I don't have any more. Terry can wrap us up, and then we can. I have one more that might explain what happened. I just forgot yeah. about this one. Yeah. Um, there was uh, internet and cell phone outage in British Columbia. Not around here, but it could have affected us. Blamed on a beaver. Oh, it was embarrassing. Uh, mm. Apparently, um, after all the fires were put out, uh, they've tracked it down to a tree that was gnawed by a beaver. A beaver gnawed the tree. The tree fell into the power lines. Power lines caught the tree on fire, caught homes on fire, and it gave about eight different whatever states that were without power no, wow. internet and cell phone service thanks to a hungry beaver oh it's my own recipe uh, they were it was like that for eight hours over in where did you say new england british columbia british columbia oh, oh. in canada up in, up in our um, america's hat yeah Amer that's the word i was looking for and it sounds like that game, The Mousetrap, where the mouse goes and knocks something and chain reaction, the next thing goes, the next thing goes. Uh, knocked down the fiber optic lines, the power lines, 21 yeah. different. The farmer takes the wife. The wife takes 21 the different towns lost power. They must just have a sucky power grid up there. Oh, <laughs> who knows? Ah, what's this all about? But hey, um, unless there's any more no, news topics, it's time for weird words. Weird words. Weird words. T words. T words. Yes, we are up to the twentieth letter of the alphabet, the T letter. Yeah. Let's give me some Terry. Woo, so Terry. close to the end. Yes. Should we start with Terry? Yeah. <laughs> I think I know that one. No, actually, Mine your is, name is not famous. one of these weird so. words. It's, it's the other kind of Terry, T-A-R-Y. Yeah. <laughs> Hit us with that first one. See if everybody knows it. Tacinda. Everybody shut up. Hmm? Tacinda. Tacinda. That's like Jacinda. It's a common name in Australia. It's that girl that turned went to her coach. It was a pumpkin to Cinderella. <laughs> to Cinder. 
You got any idea, Rhonda? The word Tacinda. What could it mean? Tacinda. No, I do not. I wonder if just to guess anything. It doesn't matter if you're wrong or not. <laughs> we do all the time. Yeah. We uh, just make up stuff. But yeah, they're good at making up stuff. She's going to tell us what it really means. Yeah, the She's meaning of right this now. word, Tacinda. <laughs> this word means things not to be mentioned. Uh oh, unmentionables. Underwear. Yeah, unmentionables. Uh, underwear. Oh. Unmentionables on the line. Oh, this next word's a long one. <laughs> this next word is. Tacteriancy. Tacteriancy? Yeah. It, it sounds like a disease that tacticians get. So if you work with you know statistics, you get yeah. this disease and then you can't oh. do your job. Maybe it's when your calculator breaks and it's a disease where you can't do your job. Tacteriancy. <laughs> As a tactician. Tacteriancy. Yeah. Tacterian T or C? C. C. C, the Tacterian. I don't know. Tacterian C. Tacterian it's C. C. And it's full of Tacterians. Well, from, from guess tacteria, what? You know? You're both. Tacterian. You I got to pay yeah. my taxes today. It's the end of the Oh, well, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> tacterian C. This word here? This. word means the desire of touching touching oh. it doesn't <laughs> so, say touching what so you just want so, to touch so your love language is touching huh yes that's what say. <laughs> our next word is Tardiloquent. 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 Well, that's so after the, quadrillion. The, the ending, the oquent, is uh, <laughs> so like it refers to speaking. It's an eloquent. Tardiloquent. Your, your speech is full of tardillo. Tardiloquent. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have tart speech. <laughs> tardiloquent. You have tart speech. You know, like sour, sweet, and spicy. Yeah, because it's dill, like a dill pickle in there. See, tar dill. Your your dill pickle's in the tar, and it's speaking yeah. to you. Help me, help uh, me. Okay. Your speech has you in a pickle, huh? Is that what I'm saying? Well, I'll give you a half a credit for this one because... Maybe you flunked that class. Tardiloquent means to speak slowly. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, is it a retard? Means to be slow. Tard. <laughs> That's why I was trying to say it slowly. Tardiloquent. So it's, it's like you got stuck in the tar, so you can't move very fast. Or, or if I had a chocolate. Yeah, about <laughs> chocolate. It was an R word, but she took the re off the front. Retard. Oh, so all these are T words. Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. They all come from the Oxford English Dictionary. Sure, they do. <laughs> sure. 
This word makes you sound like you're tongue-tied. Philosoric. It starts with a T-H. Philosoric. 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 You can't find your philosoric. Your philosoric. When your tongue is swollen and you're trying to say thesaurus. Isn't that the word that Joe Biden used the other day? There's, you know, there to be, you know, beginning uh, this effort uh, for is. Philosoric. Did he use this word? <laughs> I'm sure he couldn't even say it. <laughs> he might have said it accidentally. Yeah, it was an accident. I'm sure if he did. <clears throat> Philosoric. Wow, you're silly and you're sore and you have a lisp. You, you have a lisp and so you're both silly and you're sore. <laughs> Philosoric. Silly Thoric. Yeah, well, this word here means. Oh, you're you're a, you're a silly god of thunder, Philly Thoric. 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 Oh, Thoric. Well, that's a good guess. You're silly yeah. Thor. A silly Thor. <laughs> act with axe. He's got an axe at the end. Instead of a hammer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hammer. Gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. This word means morally corruptive or ruinous. To women. Oh, so it is about Thor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. So basically, someone who's (laughs) abusive or whatever. This next word you guys are going to have fun with. You learn the definition of nouns and prepositions. Literacy is your mission. And that's why I think it's a good time. Toe cover. Toe cover? Sock. The sock. (laughs) Ever. Yeah, well, you'll be surprised. Well, you would think it would nail be something polish. to do with your feet. Yeah. Nail polish, yeah. Velveeta nail polish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a blanket. Yeah, because it's really weird. Toe cover has nothing to do, I'll let you know, with your feet. <laughs> a blanket? Um, a hat. No. <laughs> I'll go off the other end. <laughs> when you're towing a car, you got to cover it. Oh, you guys are coming up with some good ideas. Maybe you should put in some different meanings to the Ox- English Oxford Dictionary. We should. We should submit all these ideas. <laughs> but this toe cover here, this word means a present that is both useless and inexpensive. Useless. And inexpensive. So a cheap gift. That does <laughs> nothing. Elephant. Here's a rock. For white elephant. Yeah, I got you a, a rock. pet rock for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. um, pepper clip? Oh, a pepper clip would be useful, so that wouldn't be it. Oh, a, 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 a scratched out paper clip. Here you go. Smiling pile of poo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a smiling pile of poo uh, stress reliever. Yeah, that would be a good one, a toe cover. <laughs> you can stick your toe in it. In yeah, the, the pile of poo or the stress sleeper. Yeah. This next word I hope I say right. Work on that grammar, you should know it. The way he says it, tricotoa, tricotoas. I wish they would spell these. Trico what? Tricotoas. Tricotoas. <laughs> Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Give me some candy. 
Tricoteurs. Tricoteurs? Tricoteurs. It, it's like a restaurant for trees. If you're a tree, you go to a tricoteur. Let's see, wouldn't these words have been fun to put in that Mad Lib? <laughs> yeah. You still wouldn't know what you were reading. I'll, I'll have to get a better Mad Lib next time. I, I, I couldn't find one, so I just have to wrote my own. What? Tricotours. Hey, this is your wife, Tricotours. Well, no, she don't. She. It's my wife. I don't know. This is a woman. The answer to this word is. A woman who knits. She crochets. She doesn't knit. So I don't know if that. Oh, was... She has My... knitted before. <laughs> she knows. She, may, she may knit again. You never know. <laughs> she learns. She learns and loses. Once, oh. <laughs> once a knitter, always a knitter. Okay, let me take that back. <laughs> this word that it's a knitter. The woman knitter that attends beheadings. What beheadings? Yeah, isn't that crazy? I missed that part there at the end. The woman who knits who attends beheadings. <laughs> Why did they the, even need to have a word for yes, that? Yes, a woman during the French Revolution. It says. Why did they even attend need the guillotinings and knit while the heads were rolling? That's why he just did she said. knit like a bag to catch them in or something <laughs> or what? <laughs> Yeah. Like some of the laws on the books, they need to take some it's of the like, words out of that dictionary. Like, you're just walking down the street. I, need to, I wonder if I have make up a new word for this thing here. Look there, they're having a guillotine, and there's a lady knitting. I'm gonna make up a word for that. <laughs> Holy cow. It's supposed to be the English Oxford dictionary. I don't know why there's so many French words in it. Let's see our next word. <clears throat> tripudiate <clears throat> tripudiate and it says it's there's a new product that's called pudiate and they're trying to get you to buy some of it try pudiate today ask for it <laughs> <groceries. Pudiate> today. <laughs> hmm. huh. any ideas Terry <laughs> whenever you're learning to play the trumpet you try to toot Today, yeah. Yeah. try to two d Try to two d eight. Try to two d eight. Try to two d eight. Try to two if you're happy, you can hop, skip, or jump. You Ooh. are tripudiating. If you're happy, you know what? You can try to do eight. Oh, here's one, Terry. You were talking. I don't know what the meaning is yet until I, the word <laughs> yes, is. <laughs> Trumpery. Huh? Trumpery. Trumpery. People who follow Donald Trump. Trumpery. Yeah, Donald uh, Trump followers. Trumpery. <laughs> I thought it was going to be trumpeting, but no, but to let you know it doesn't have to do with trumpets. Trumpery. It doesn't have to do with trumpets? No, trumpery. Just so I thought maybe that would be the... You know, the, the You're fired. Oh, the trumpets playing. Oh. Trumpery. 
The things that Donald Trump says. <laughs> that would be a good one. <laughs> though, though it's antics that Donald Trump does. Like not inciting riots. That would be a good one. <laughs> this word here, it means... As a possessive, it's a contraction. What's a contraction? Trumpery means... Something of less value than it seems. So yeah. it doesn't look like it's worth Did much, it but it's worth even less. But <laughs> <laughs> so was it again? Trumpery. But what was the meaning? Oh, hold on. Let me go it, back. It's something oh. that's worse than what it seems. Less than it's, yeah, less yeah. than it's. Worth so less than it seems. Yeah. Right. Oh, like a rundown house or a house, maybe yeah. if it's rundown. Like, like, like you buy less. a house for fifty thousand dollars, but it needs forty thousand dollars worth of work. It's only worth about ten. Yeah. <laughs> Wanda might know, should have known that one. Huh? <laughs> she's she's a realtor. <laughs> okay, we've got a couple more. Turkish. Okay, now here's some notes. Syntax you're always banging. Oh. What? Turkish. Turkish. Oh, Turkish. Turkish. Okay. Like a Turkish blend uh, of camel cigarettes is a Turkish blend. I don't say because Turkish is what you're sitting on. Turkish. Turkish is. Uh, Turkish. Turkish. <laughs> so you're from Turkey. You're a Turkish guy. That's what I was thinking. If you're from Turkey, you're going to be Turkish. But it's not right. <laughs> camel. Turkish flavored tobacco. Camel turds. Uh, camel turds. <laughs> <laughs> dried up camel turds. What you're smoking. The word Turkish, the meaning is no X in espresso. Your participle being from Turkey to transform something, especially for the worst. Why would you want to change something for the worst? Uh, Yeah, well, that's selling Joe Biden's presidency. (laughs) (laughs) He's pretty Turkish about his presidency. He went from good approval ratings to like 20% ratings or something. Uh, are. And we got one more word. It is. But I don't want your drama. If you really want, leave out that awkward cost. Twy thought. What? Twy thought. Twy thoughts. That's when you have three thoughts. Twy. <laughs> Uno dos twy. Hey, you almost got it right. Like but twi- twilight, as you have twi thoughts. He's like not not very bright and not very dim. He, <laughs> he was working with the. It is a thought, believe it or not. You got it. Well, so once again, you get a half point for this one. Ding, ding, ding. Those were half wits, right? Just get a ding. Just keep in mind that these are A vague or indi- a vague or indistinct thought. <laughs> so you're just barely idea. thinking about it. A half baked <laughs> idea, like most politicians have. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Jill's words. Yeah, yeah. We're done with my words this week. Now this whole thing is ridiculous. Now we get it. Listen to Terrace Top Team. And yeah. I need a number between one and ten. Who wants to give it to me? I've got ten different lists, man. I can oh, wow. busy. You better spin That's that wheel. Research.
Landed on seven. Ten. Ten people who have performed surgery on themselves. Oh. Ten people? Like we should know these people? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I know one who just did this like a week ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are they they're still not alive? Be on your list. They're, they're going to be on the moron list. <laughs> <laughs> but... Number 10. Vernon Forsman. He was born in. 19- I know who he is. Not. <laughs> he was born in 1904, <laughs> and mm. in 1956 he won the Nobel Peace Prize for doing. The first heart catheterization on himself. On himself. Wow. Oh. You know, now that you mention it, I think I have heard about that before. In 1929, his colleagues thought he was an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be true. <laughs> you idiot. And so he had to prove him wrong, sort of. <laughs> and he injected a tube in his arm. It was extremely made clear to him not to do this. Even though he was successful, he was fired. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't a very widely accepted procedure for a while, but until, until I kept, you know, proving it that worked. <laughs> Number Five. nine. Ow. Leonard Narkazine, a Russian doctor. Um, perf- performed his own ant Antarctica appendectomy hmm. on himself. In 19- I guess they, if you numb your that area really good, I suppose you could cut on yourself. In what year was it? You gonna say? That's weird. Nineteen sixty-one. Oh. Wow. Huh. Um, he was in Antarctica. He was a doctor. There's a, there's a small number of people there, of course, and it would have took too long to uh, evacuate, whatever. Mm-hmm. He, uh, his colleagues handed him the tools, and one held a mirror. New bubble-headed movie. Hmm. And he did it by himself. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Number eight. Inez Ramirez performed her own C-section. <laughs> wow. She was 40 years old. Um, and she had six children already. <laughs> so she should have had a zipper there or something. <laughs> she had six already. I guess it doesn't say whether they were all natural or, or C-section, but but maybe she was one of those moms are like, get this out of my belly now. I'm going to cut it open. They were living in a rural uh, Mexican uh, farm. And her children helped her to do her own C-section. Yeah, I work and I slave and what do I get? Was she a doctor or something or? No. Because uh, usually they put you out for that whenever you're in the hospital. 
I don't think they just think like, hey, slice me open and pull the watermelon out. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Rocky, cut me, Mick, cut me. <laughs> and let's see, number seven. Boston Corbett. Have you ever heard of him before? Nope. Nope. He was famous for, he was the man who killed John Wilkes Booth. Oh. In 1865. And that was a surgery? No. (laughs) But he was also known that he had castrated himself. Ah! Oh. Oh. Um, and <laughs> I don't see how that would be a particularly Why difficult thing. Do that? <laughs> in 1858, he had castrated himself so that he could save money and not be sexually turned on and using prostitutes. Oh. All righty. <laughs> I mean, I. Uh, I mean, physically, that wouldn't be particularly difficult surgery, but it would be because it's like, I'm going to cut myself where? Uh, uh, and plus, I'm sure there's a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah, unless you do like on the bulls, you just put a rope around there and keep tightening it, tightening it. I don't think they really do that. They'll just like fall record. off. Huh. Wow. Um, uh, let's see. Number six. Doctor repairs his own torn ligament hmm. in his hand. He was a hand doctor. I guess so. He injured his hand and he wanted to, in Cincinnati, playing paintball, he wanted to, he, with the urging of his wife, he got another college colleague to assist him, but he wanted to go through it to see what his patients uh, obs- uh, went through. Hmm. And Alrighty. most of his patients, I'm sure, would have been knocked out. <laughs> They're a complete idiot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But he uh, used local anesthetic and successfully did it. Huh. Number five. An Australian man, uh, he removed, oh, this is not that bad. He removed his own cyst from his hand. Uh, he, he waited over two years to have surgery, and he used his, his own utility knife. He heated up the blade, cut the cyst out, squeezed out all the ooey-gooey pus, Disinfected it and popped a band-aid on it. By utility knife, I'm thinking of like you know the little gray casing and slide a razor knife out of it, like a carpet right. knife. Yeah. Right. Okie dokie. Well, that's... I was thinking more of a machete or something in my mind. <laughs> Big no. old hack it off. Yeah, that's a, cut your foot off of that. Um number right. number four.
A woman in Argentina tried to perform her own breast augmentation. Oh. Going to pump her up, huh? In 2014, she tried to do this herself by injecting Vaseline ah. into her breasts. And then she died. Shortly thereafter, she was having respiratory failure and complications and went to the emergency room. She told the doctors she didn't know what happened. Of course, they all say that. I don't know what happened. (laughs) And she developed a blood clot and died. Don't pump vaseline into your body. (laughs) Yeah, four stuff could kill you. Petroleum into my body. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good lubricant, but on the outside. Usually, yeah, it's not particularly sterile, and it going your body, like that, it needs to be sterile. I mean, that's why they, when they do a breast implant, they have silicone that's in bags. You know, this <laughs> number three. A butter knife hernia surgery. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, my guts are poking out. I'm gonna put them back in. Uh. In 2000, in 2011, a California man, uh, when the emergency crew came, the butter knife was still sticking out of his abdomen. No. He, pulled, he pulled the knife out and shoved a lit cigarette in the hole to cauterize the wound. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my god. I think they took him for mental evaluation too. I think that's I would hope so. (laughs) Oh dear. And that does not sound good. No. (laughs) Number two is uh, a Japanese. Ted Tatasui Tashui performed that would have been one of my T words. <laughs> performed one of his own plastic surgeries to alter his appearance to run from the law. <laughs> yeah. Put a scar down his face or from the police. <laughs> he used scissors to thin down his lips. Oh. A box cutter, i.e., see the other story, to remove moles, and he used thread to sew up his nose to appear smaller. Okay. Wow. So he's like a makeup artist, like in the monster movies. (laughs) (laughs) In 2007, he had killed somebody, and then he mutilated himself. Two years later, he was still captured. Yeah. Uh, Didn't talk right. about any did Nope. <laughs> so number one. Ah! Evan O'Neill Kane performed three surgeries on himself. He was a weird 
quirky doctor. I hear a dog snoring. Anyway, uh, a doctor who uh, he he thought that mothers and children should get matching tattoos, so then they would be you know they you can keep track of them. Yeah. I guess they, they had the one that says "I belong to stupid." Another one says, I'm stupid. So what is that the surgery that he did put tattoos on people? Well, that was just one of his weird things that he, but yes. It was like a barcode. After his finger, after his finger became grossly infected, like a toe, he performed his (laughs) own amputation of his finger. Just build a little guillotine and put your finger in it and hack it off. There you go. Then two years after he amputated his own finger, he had to do his own appendectomy as well. So he went to Antarctica. There was another surgeon surgeon who closed him up afterwards because he had dulled the area with anesthetic. He had Dulled it locally, and he cut himself open, and he thought he could do it himself, but the pain was too great, and so mm-hmm. he he was doing it by feel, but then he had help. The other doctor helped finish it up and then stitched him up. Huh. Probably passed out. <laughs> well, then that was the last one, right? Well, uh, well, then uh, years later, years later in his seventies. He performed his own hernia operation himself. With a butter knife. With a butter knife. (laughs) The operation was a success, but he died two years later. Oh, wow. Well, I'm kind of curious because Rhonda said she knew somebody who recently did a surgery. And so the moral of the story is don't perform surgery on yourself. Definitely. So I have a friend who had an ingrown toenail on his little toe and sitting on his brother's porch, not wearing a shoe or a sock because it it was just too painful. um, He said, oh, my God, I think it would be better if somebody just cut my toe off than to have this pain. And his brother said, go for it, dude. No, no, no. And so he did. He cut his little toe off sitting on his brother's porch. I'm thinking that there had to have been some alcohol, (laughs) something involved in this. Um, Two days later, of course, he had such a bad infection um, that he ended up in the hospital. But yeah. Yeah. You should have went to the hospital before cutting the toe off. Well, that is a risk when you have amputation is uh, uh, infection. And this is a guy who is a really bad diabetic. You know, I'm thinking this that was a death wish because Wow. Tune in next week when you might hear the top 10 list of the 10 most tiniest things ever created. This is terrible. You people are nothing but idiots. I'm getting out of here. 
or or something else if you spend the wheel on something else. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Hello, this is Keith Helsley of Quest for Truth. And I'm Nathan Caldwell. Together, we talk about worldviews. Things that affect our pop culture today. We roleplay the viewpoints represented. We sift through some of the faulty logic in them. And compare them to what scripture says. Once a month, we dig into the Bible. Going through one book at a time. One verse or phrase at a time. Check out Truth Exposed on the first week every month. You missed something, Keith? Our audio drama. Watch for new audio dramas on the third week of the month. Quest for Truth. Because if it's true, it's true inside the Bible as well as outside the Bible. Check out life-truth.com. We got any emails? Well, we need to do our right anchor, topic. Oh, yeah. anchor topic. Oh, yeah. anchor topic. Right. I'm getting ahead of myself. Talk about blind things. You know? Yeah, blindness-related stuff. And the topic this yeah. week is on manual skills. That's How right. to cut your toe Man. off? <laughs> yeah, Manuel. How to cut your toe off when you drink a can of beer and you think it's a good idea? <laughs> Not. <laughs> Can't do manual skills very well with just nine toes. Got to have all ten. <laughs> Walk around. I need to do more well, manual, ma- skills. manual skills. Means you work with your hands, not necessarily your feet. Oh yeah, I was thinking mobility. <laughs> okay, never mind. I, I had some manual Things skills. Like I took hobbies. I struggled taking my trash out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yay! Terry took the trash out. That would be, that would be kind of more like living skills. That's pretty pretty far. I had to stop like 12 times and catch my breath. <laughs> That's more of a living skill <laughs> issue, but we can make it manual skills if you want. <laughs> manual skills know. is more like hobbies and crafts and shop and like lawnmower repair, bicycle repair, crafts, knitting, crocheting, leatherworking. All, all are things that blind people can do. Does Rhonda have any input on that or ideas about it? Or Do you do any crafts, Rhonda? You know, I used to have a craft business many years ago, but oh, cool. um, I don't do any crafts now because, um, yeah, I don't know why. It's, it's um, time consuming. It doesn't give me the same joy that it did 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, and and yeah. lifestyles change, and some things don't aren't appealing so much anymore. I can uh, tell you a craft that my wife wants to start selling or doing at her mini mall. What's that? Plaster stuff. Oh, like ceramics. Oh. Plaster, like the white plaster. You buy it and you paint it and stuff like yeah, that. Ceramics. Yeah. yeah. Put a little section of that in the mini mall. Mm-hmm. And you know the thing is, when it comes to uh, handicraft there's not too many that a blind person can't do but there are some things that are difficult like with ceramics it's how you paint things and right. sometimes that may be difficult I, I honestly don't know how uh, 
you might be able to adapt that. Um, I, I, I kind of have an idea, uh, you know, let's say you, and it would depend on the effect you were going for, but if you had a piece of ceramic and it was say textured, you could like paint it, say like a base color, like something dark, like a, say navy blue or something. And then on top of that, paint something light, like, you know, maybe a cream color or something. And then you sand it and knock just lightly to knock the light color off the top and let the dark color show through. But you wouldn't want to go too far because then you're going to have the plaster showing through. That might be one technique, but I I don't know. I'd have to have, you might be able to, to actually make the ceramic in the mold and then just sell it blank. So, side of people could sometimes you them. sell it that way. Because I remember right, when I could see, you'd you just sell, sell it, it and then people yeah. would paint it. Paint Although, it used to be a place there in Wood River on Ferguson. Plaster, it's called Plaster World. Is it still over there? Nope. I told her about it though. Because uh, you could go and you could buy stuff, they would paint some yeah. stuff, but then you could buy yeah. it plain and paint it yourself. That's a fun hobby to right. do. They had some that were finished and some that weren't. Um, yeah. But yeah, usually you think of that you of the finished work, and and you had the same issue with uh, knitting or woodworking is uh, getting the right color you're looking for to make your project uh, the, the right colored afghan or in wood. Uh, different woods have different colors, even if it's all mahogany. There's slightly different colorations, and, and maybe in the, the wood or the grain. And being able to see that uh, or not would make it look better or not, you know. Yeah. So you want your colors to match. I know my brother-in-law, he can see, he made a box to put like your family Bible in. It was a gift to my mother-in-law and he made on the top of it, I think it was a crucifix and each, it had different kinds of wood to make, you know, Jesus and uh the cross and different things and mm-hmm. each thing was different it looked like a puzzle kind of each thing put together but he's really good at woodworking so right yeah and the big thing there is you know the coloration of things uh, i mean there's a lot you can do just by feeling um, i mean you, you can kind of get a, a mental idea of why you want this to physically be like in the case of the box with the, with the cross on it and you could put together, you know, cut the wood and put it together, but you may have not the right color, you know, cross pieces for the cross. Maybe you should have used uh, two pieces of light wood instead of two slightly shades of gray wood. <laughs> yeah. So we learned how to yeah. make boxes when we was up at the school in Chicago, Ikery Woods. That's not what I would call learning how to make a box. That's called, here's your pieces, sand them and nail them together. Here's your pieces of wood, but hey, I put it together. (laughs) I still got it in my bedroom, my wooden box. I don't know where mine went to. I'm sure it's around someplace, but I haven't seen it in years. (laughs) Mm. Yep, I got mine. I was like, I was proud of that box. I made that. I didn't cut it or nothing, but. I made it. I nailed and hammered. And you know, you assembled it. Sand, uh, sanded. But, I mean, if it's going to be a true woodworking project, that's when you take the raw board 
and you measure it out and you cut the lengths off and you cut the widths and you, but you know, a lot of that you can do without being able to see, but the important thing you often need to have some side to help is just to get colors to match. You need sided help. You need sided help so they can find your fingers when you cut them off. Yeah. If if you're using your power tools right now, um, but but one thing when you when you do have a project like that, you you often have to glue uh, you know narrow pieces of wood together to make a wider board. And whenever I was in Michigan, I made a piano bench. And when it comes to the gluing, the instructor step in and says, "I'll I'll, I'll handle that for you." And I'm like, "Well, why?" He says, "Okay, here, l- l- let me show you. Go ahead and do it." And I, and I glued a couple boards together. And he says, now run your finger across here. There's like glue everywhere. Goes, <laughs> so here, here's my thing is, the question I always ask people, is you know how blind people glue stuff together? They suck. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do it well because you, you get too much glue. It squeezes out and it gets all over everything. But the, can't you just wipe it off with something though? <laughs> Um, you you have to be very careful, and you have to really know what you're doing, and you have to be self-aware. And yeah, you can you take a sponge and wipe it off before it gets dry, because otherwise, once it dries, you can't get it off. You, you have to run it to a planer or something, and you can't always do that. Oh, but yeah, gluing is a, one of those things. Uh, <laughs> matching colors is one of those things. Talking about gluing, I quit doing a lot of crafty things because I use hot glue and I got tired of burning my fingers. <laughs> yeah. mm, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, um, a little bit of random tips there on uh, manual skills and hobbies. I don't have any emails this week. I'm unprepared there. All right. So what happens now? But it is time for some final closing thoughts. So I do have a, a few of them. If you guys. I was at a baseball game the other day. Yeah. And I was wondering why the ball was getting bigger. Then it hit. <laughs> if you sing while playing baseball, you may not get a good pitch. You had a baseball one too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. Um, my son keeps eating electrical cords. I've grounded him until I could text myself better. (laughs) The other night, I stayed up all night trying to figure out where the sun went. Then it dawned on me. (laughs) Well, I got another baseball one here. What does baseball games have in common with cupcake competitions you win by having the best batter (laughs) yeah that's true 
Um, my computer's been running hot lately. I guess it's time to open more windows. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, I saw two adolescent kids in a fist fight. So, as an adult, I had to step in. And they didn't stand a chance. <laughs> you had to participate in that one, huh? <laughs> Starting to think my field goal guy doesn't take football seriously. I'm pretty sure he's just in it for the kicks. Okay, so that's what they do. They kick them off. Well, you know what the difference between a cat and a comma is? A cat has claws at the end of its paws, and a comma is for a pause at the end of the claws. <laughs> it takes patience to listen. It takes skill to act like you listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hmm. What's a diver's favorite game? Pool. Ah, pool. <laughs> well, I, I thought I had more listed here, but I don't. But I guarantee I have more final thoughts for next I week. I have one more, I think. Here's a thought. Why do they call it Alcoholics Anonymous when the first thing you do is stand up and tell everybody who you are and that you're an alcoholic? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, anonymous no more. I'm, I'm nobody and I'm alcoholic. <laughs> well, you got any more, Jill? No, that's it. Then this is the part of the show where we just close out and tell everybody thanks for listening. This is your host signing off. When you visit your favorite podcast directory, leave us a rating and review. Stop by the webpage, leave us a comment on any of the show notes. Click our donate button, send us an email through our contact link, and let us know your funny life family story or ask us a question about blindness or whatever you want to know. We're like that orange running the race. We're about out of juice. Come back next week and you'll have some you words to put in you. your vocabulary. Does that start uh, with Y or you? A you. <laughs> a unicorn. And you disciple. Yeah. There's not very many you words, umbrella. Oh, you'd be surprised. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com. <laughs>